Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hunt, and I am so excited that you're here today for this episode because I talk about outsourcing in literally like every episode. You guys deserve to learn more about this and to hear more about this in an episode that's completely dedicated to it. Outsourcing is so important for your growth and for your sanity, if we're being honest here. Um, If you've ever felt like outsourcing isn't an option for you every time I bring it up, whether that be because of fear or just thinking that you're able to do it all yourself better than someone else can do it, this episode is going to help you combat those two very limiting beliefs. I've been right where you are, my friend. I knew I could do everything, but it got to the point where I was so overwhelmed and I was feeling like my to-do list was never actually moving forward. So today on this episode, I have my very own VA, Sarah, with me to chat all things outsourcing to a VA. So if you've ever been wondering about how a VA can uplevel your biz, we will chat about some of the tasks a VA can take over, marketing areas that have high importance that usually get put on the back burner, all things Pinterest, when it's time to outsource to a VA, the general onboarding process when hiring a VA for the first time, your price investment, finding a VA that hits your brand, and we will chat also about bad experiences and how to overcome the fear of outsourcing again if that's you. Sarah and I truly don't hold back on this episode, so get ready for a lot of girl chat that's going to be very helpful for you. So let's get to the all-new All Angles Photography Podcast episode. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business, all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee, because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. Welcome back to the show, friend. Today, I have my own virtual assistant with me to chat all things outsourcing in the VA world. Sarah is a fashion merchant turned social media manager. After spending years in the clicky world of fashion, she decided to pivot into the online business world and find her own path. So she's now building a sorority-inspired community, the hot girl way. So you'll find her hanging out with her dog, traveling as much as she can, and raving about her amazing clients on Insta. So Sarah, hey, thanks for being on the show today. Hello. Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. I'm stoked to chat about all the things. So for anyone who doesn't know you, I know we gave a little intro to you, but how did you get into being a virtual assistant and being a specialized social media manager? Yeah. So we chatted a little bit about the, I used to work in the fashion industry, um, but I was getting really burnt out on the whole culture of the fashion industry as a whole. Um, And then in August of last year, I took a trip to the Bahamas and it's a super long story, but my PTO wasn't approved, but I took the trip anyways, because you can't go to the Bahamas. Like if you, you only have one opportunity in your life to go to the Bahamas. For real. So I was in the Bahamas. I was super nervous about going back to work the next day. And I saw a TikTok of a girl who started her own VA business and was doing super amazing and like how she did it and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, I can do this 100%. Like I went to school for marketing. I can do social media marketing. Yeah. Um, 
So I really just started digging into educating myself on all of the things from there. Um, and just like taking in as much information as I could, whether it be free or like buying guides and that sort of stuff. And then just went from there. I started out as a general VA, which you know. Yes. <laughs> so as a general VA, I kind of just did like whatever to kind of figure out what I liked. And then from there, I kind of realized that I liked the whole marketing aspect of it, clearly because I have a marketing degree. So yeah, I kind of pivoted to content marketing for wedding creatives from there. I love it. Yeah. You're killing it. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. As I say, yeah, about myself. Um, but thank you. You're welcome. I like yeah. I am. That's so cool. And I feel like you really took off so fast too. Like literally as soon as you went to the Bahamas, like I started noticing whenever I like, I think I found you through Instagram. So we'll talk about like how to find a VA later on um, mm-hmm. for anyone interested. But um, yeah, I think I found you through Instagram and I was like seeing all of your cute little Bahama pictures and I was like, she's the cutest person ever. And so <laughs> it was just really fun to see you blow up after that. Um, so for anyone who like is thinking about maybe outsourcing or they're just not really sure like what tasks a VA can take over. Um, I know you specialize more in like the marketing end of things now, but like what kind of tasks can a VA take over? Yeah, so a VA can take over literally anything you need, honestly. Um, In the industry, there's sort of like two separate kinds of VAs. So there's general VAs and then there's more specialized VAs. The more specialized are going to be people who have been in the industry longer, if that makes sense. They've spent the time educating themselves. They kind of understand what they like, what they're good at how to do things efficiently and just well, if that makes sense. Yeah. So with them, you're going to be paying for like a more certain specific thing. Um, You're going to know exactly like what you're going to get from them. And every single package will have the specific deliverables and you're kind of paying for their expertise rather than their time. So with general VAs, you're paying for more their time. And with general VAs, you'll have packages like three hours, five hours, 10 hours, that sort of thing. Um, and those hours a week can be spent with literally anything you want, even if they don't know it, they'll probably still like learn it for you within your time together. But I did write down a little like list of things. Yeah, sure. Examples. Cause I feel like at the beginning, you kind of don't even know what you want to outsource because you just kind of have been doing everything in your business yourself. You know, that was me a hundred percent. Yep, exactly. I was like, Claire's out here not knowing what to give to me. So I'm assuming that's everybody else too. But things like Pinterest and blogging, um, Instagram, you can do content creation as well as like content posting as well as lead generation and engagement. So lead generation is going to be like finding your ideal clients in Instagram. And then engagement is going to be like, DMs or responding back to comments or commenting on other people's posts, like for for photographers specifically, if a couple has posted your picture and tagged you, then they'll comment for you and be like, love this. Something more specific than that. I love it. Love this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then client communication and like admin stuff. So I know for us, we've done some like Dubsado stuff where if somebody hasn't responded back, then just sending them a reminder. Some people have even like, if you don't love the kind of first email encounters, having a template of that, then your VA can kind of personalize it from there. And then you don't really chat with the people 
like in real life until you're having like a discovery call with them. Yeah. Then email marketing, which is so important. And then setting up systems for you. So if you have like a project management system or a CRM, or you want to have a CRM system, they can set that up for you. There's podcast CAs, which I'm not a podcast VA, but I've been helping you. So yes, you have. Um, And then website help. So you can get like branded web designers or people who write web copy for like, that's all they do. You'll get their expertise. But for me personally, I've helped a lot of photographers just kind of update. Like they have a website, but they just want it a little bit updated or they want a little bit better SEO. Um, So your VA can definitely help you do that. And then just like random small things. So like I've made slideshows for clients before because they will send over a slideshow of their gallery before they kind of go over it or submitting galleries to well-known blogs to kind of start getting you out there. And then I've made like outfit and session guides for some clients before. So it's really anything that you want. I like to say anything that doesn't give you joy in your business, outsource it. Yeah, that's such an important topic for sure, which that's 100% why I wanted to have you on the show because I feel like VAs are such an asset and like a lot of photographers don't understand that until they outsource something and then they're like, whoa, this is a game changer. I'm speaking from Mm -hmm. personal experience. I was the person (laughs) that was like, I can do it all myself. I don't need to train someone to do things that I can do better than they can do. And then it turns out Sarah can do so much stuff better than I can. And literally like she knows my brand and she's taken over so many things where I'll literally see something that she's put together for me. And I'm like, wow, I literally would not have done that that way. And this is perfect. And so that's that's like one of the things, if you don't enjoy doing something, don't be scared to outsource it and just teach someone how you would do it. If they don't understand your brand or whatever, they will learn it. Um, and just hire someone who would be receptive to your feedback too, because obviously someone's not going to have it down pat immediately. So that's something really important to remember um, that there does take a training period, but also it's so worth it. Once you get to that point where you're not in like training anymore, they will do your tasks for you and they'll do it better than you can even imagine that you would be able to do it. So um, yeah, Sarah does my email marketing, which is so important as we touched on just to get out of Instagram and to take all of your eggs out of the Instagram basket and put them in a place that you actually own essentially. Um, So email marketing is so important. It's brought me two different clients uh, booking high packages, which I always freak out to Sarah about. I'm like, oh my God, we got another (laughs) email marketing client. Um, So that's super awesome too. Don't underestimate the value of it. Um, Yeah. She also does my blogging, SEO blogging, um, yeah, all, literally all the things she does. My some of my all like follow up <laughs> communications. Like I literally lose track of what she does because it's so much. So yeah, um, Sarah, is there like an area in marketing that you think has the most importance? I know you love Pinterest, so if you want to talk about Pinterest, go for it. Why should we invest time into Pinterest? Is it the most important area in marketing? That's that's a tough question. I would say I do love Pinterest. So there's yes. definitely a part of me that's like, Pinterest is the best. Yeah. But I would say there isn't one specific that's going to be like the end all be all. I would say they all kind of come together to make a powerhouse, if that yeah. makes sense. So I know a lot of photographers spend a lot more time in the Instagram aspect of it because it's a lot 
quicker of a turnaround yeah. and like you can you can grow your following a lot quicker and kind of see in real life those statistics if that makes sense yeah whereas pinterest blogging email marketing all of that stuff is going to be more of a long game so totally i know as a business owner it's hard to not only learn how to do it but also find the time to do it and then you're not seeing the results is the word you're not seeing the results (laughs) until like a few months later so I would say long game I definitely love Pinterest blogging email marketing the best but I would say short game if you're not on Instagram yet I mean who isn't but if you're not like that's where you want to win short game um but then blogging specifically kind of gets you into the game of clients to know how knowledgeable you are um it's not just like Instagram captions that you only have a certain amount of words you have this whole big long form to be able to educate your clients on or potential clients on what knowledge you have it's all different aspects so like blogging has that aspect Pinterest has it's just a a visual a visual search engine if I could speak English language are hard (laughs) that's what every time Sarah and I have like any kind of like meeting or call just kind of chatting over things we're both like always struggling with words so this is real (laughs) this is real life stuff coming to you right now and it's the best because it's real English is my only language and it's still the hardest one so yeah same girl it's fine we all relate (laughs) (laughs) Um, what was I saying? Oh, Pinterest is a visual search engine. So whereas Instagram is kind of like engagement building, Pinterest is literally, this is my picture. Do you like it? If you do click through to my website. So it's not necessarily as much of like a community building. It's more so like if somebody went to Google and they searched wedding photographer in my area, you would pop up. Yeah, that sort of thing. And then email marketing just takes the community that you're building in Instagram even farther. So it's where you can get really personal with potential clients and they can really, especially with how we do your email marketing, I like to think it's like, you're really letting them get to know you as a human, Mm -hmm. rather than like, here's a pretty picture or here's me doing a funny reel. It's more so like, this is my life. This is what's happening. Here's some stuff I did this month. That sort of thing. So it kind of like nurtures the relationship more so than all of the other platforms. Yeah. So really did not give you an answer on which one's the best, but (laughs) I feel like they all kind of like work together, which is why I like to say outsource as much as you can because all of these things are being pushed off your plate. But the longer you wait for them, the longer it's going to take to see the results at the end of the day because they are definitely a long game. But they all kind of work together. 100%. Yeah, because that's so great too, to just like visualize it even further. Like if you have a VA that's blogging for you, really high quality SEO blogs, it does take about six months for those to be like noticed on Google and to start ranking. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you have a VA hired right now that starts blogging for you, then it's going to take about six months for those to really start being seen and noticed and all that stuff. So that's Mm -hmm. one way you should think about it too. And then Also, if they're doing SEO blogs and then they are also doing your email marketing, then they're going to be sending those blogs out to your email marketing list. So for example, 
the clients that you have that are potential clients, or maybe you have some clients on your email list, then they're going to be seeing the work that you're putting out. And if they're a potential client, like Sarah said, like you're nurturing that relationship with them and just positioning yourself as the expert. (laughs) There we go. English is hard. Um, (laughs) You are positioning yourself as the expert. So that's really great too. And then from there, if they're also blogging, then you're able to post to Pinterest all of your photos that are in that blog. Mm -hmm. And then you're getting that blog seen more because people from Pinterest are searching like backyard wedding, for example. And then they're clicking through your photos to your blog and they're like, wow, this girl shared so much about how to do a backyard wedding. Or maybe it's just a bunch of inspiration photos that people love. So um, yeah, definitely take that in mind of those three things specifically are definitely a long game as Sarah has mentioned, but it's so worth it because they definitely will end up bringing in income at some point in your business. Um, So yeah. Any other thoughts, Sarah? You really touched on them all. But yeah, I would say they definitely all work together. But if you had to start with one, definitely start with Instagram. I know you you have the whole Instagram podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. Yeah. Um, but definitely start with Instagram. And then I would say if I had to give like a timeline of marketing, start with Instagram. Then I would get into either blogging or email marketing. Blogging is going to help like you talked about with just like email marketing and like what, what you're able to send to people. Um, but with email marketing, you can even just like send out personal updates and that sort of stuff. But with Pinterest specifically, you're not going to honestly want to start on that until you have blogs, because like you said, you want photos and graphics and that sort of thing that people want to click on. And then they're going to have a place to like read more. If it's just like a pretty picture, they're probably going to click through, but then they're going to bounce to your homepage and not really understand what they're there for. So yeah, all of this to say it all works together. Yeah. I love it. So great. Okay. (laughs) So next question I have for you is how do you know when it's time to outsource to a VA? Great question. Okay. So first off, I would say you're never going to feel ready to outsource to anyone. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can tell this firsthand because I I feel like that's how you wear when. (laughs) You're never going to feel ready to like hand over any part of your business to somebody else. It takes a lot of trust. And especially if you've been burned in the past, it takes Mm -hmm. even that even more amount of trust. Um, But I would say if you're feeling like there's certain tasks that are being pushed to the back of your to-do list every single time, every single week, or there's something in your business you've been wanting to do, but just haven't had the time, or if you just feel like your time could be spent better elsewhere, that definitely means it's time to outsource. Um, And even if you start small, like we only started with three hours, which Mm -hmm. it was my smallest package at the time. Even if you start super small, you can still start to push stuff off of your plate. And even that amount of help just like helps you be able to take a deep breath at the end of the week. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like some huge jump. You can just dip your toes in. But if you're relating to any of the other things that we've said, you definitely need to outsource. I would say for the most part, most people are ready to outsource. I know it's super hard to be like, well, I don't have the money for it, or I don't have the time to onboard them. But the sooner you start, the faster you're going to see the growth in your business. 100%. And also like, it's so scary to see like the dollar amount that you're going to be paying per month, because a lot of times you're expense for having a VA is like your biggest bill of the month. Um, So that's definitely very scary. If you haven't ever outsourced or you haven't had a bill coming that's like that big, then it's like, 
whoa, I'm going to be paying them this much a month. Like, holy crap, that's a lot. But whenever you look at the grand scheme of things and all of the work that they're doing for you, whether it's SEO blogging and just creating a better website for you and so that your website is more seen on Google, that's really important. That is invaluable. Um, Also, your email marketing, that is invaluable because literally I've had two couples book one of my highest packages. I'm talking $5,000 plus. And when you think about the amount that I'm paying Sarah, for example, in the grand scheme of a year, and then I've booked two weddings, like that's already paid for her beyond that, you know? So just think of it in that kind of a way too. And I would say when it's time to outsource, you're going to know, like you're going to be spending all of your time and all of your tasks, and you're going to feel like you never have enough time in a day to be able to get all of your things done. And just like Sarah said, you're going to be pushing those things back on your to-do list. And that even still happens for me having a VA, but it just comes down to the importance of like, Hey, okay, what do I actually need to get done to continue to like move the needle in my business? And that's the kind of thing that you should give to a VA where they're continuing to help you further and grow your business. So that's kind of my thoughts on also like when it's time to outsource to a VA, but it is scary. So like when you, you did say like, if someone's had a bad experience with a prior VA, like what would you say to someone who's in that position right now where they're like, yeah, like I know I need to outsource to a VA, but like it's scary because it hasn't worked out in the past. What would you say to them? I would say you found a unicorn. A lot of the VAs that even I've come across, they are super hardworking people. If they don't know how to do it or they don't know how to do it well, they're going to not only let you know, but they're going to learn how to do it as quickly as possible. Um, There are definitely some out there that are a scam or just are here because they want to make a quick buck. But I would say how to avoid that would be first off, asking the people around you in in the wedding industry who they use as a VA. Um, If you trust them as a human, then you're going to trust their VA as a human as like they're going to actually do what they say that they're going to do. As Claire has done on her Instagram (laughs) stories all the time for me. But if you vibe with that person as a human, you're probably going to vibe with their VA because they're having that good relationship that they feel comfortable telling you about them, if that makes sense. They're also going to be able to tell you of bad experiences with people they've had in the past so that you can avoid that risk of finding another bad person, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then I would also say if you are looking for a VA and you're really scared about having another bad experience, I would say look in the online service provider industry as a whole. Find somebody that you trust, that you vibe with, that you just like as a human being and kind of explain to them your story what you need, that sort of thing. They're going to have people that they know, like, trust, all of that good stuff that they can recommend to you um, to do whatever it is you're needing. So I would say even if you haven't had a bad experience, I would say start there anyways, um, because I feel like it just feels better to know that someone else trusts them. Yeah. Like someone else has used them, someone else trusts them. You know that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. Um, and I feel like for me specifically that like kind of takes off the little like added aspect of like, I don't know this person at all. Are they going to do what they say they're going to do? But yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that was great. And that kind of answered my next question for you of like, do you have any tips finding a VA that fits your brand? Because if you're a photographer listening and you can relate to this in any kind of way, it would probably be that you have couples looking for 
a photographer that's going to fit what they want for their day. They're going to probably relate to you. They're going to love you. They're going to like, know, and trust you because something about you relates to them. So even with finding a VA, it's really awesome to think about it in that kind of a way where you're finding someone that relates to you and your brand and then they're going to automatically fit your brand a bit better because their own branding matches you and relates to you. So I hope that's a very weird thing to put out into the universe with words. So I hope that made (laughs) sense um, because I had a very hard time wording it. But I would say definitely find someone that you do like, know, and trust, like Sarah said. And like, for example, I've had many of my mentees ask me like, oh my gosh, how do you outsource? Like, who do you outsource to? And I've recommended Sarah immediately because she's been super awesome. So if you have someone like that in your life, like a photographer that you look up to or a mentor or an educator, and they've recommended their own personal VA, you can for sure trust that usually because if you like their brand and all the things that you see from that photographer, mentor, educator, or whatever – A lot of that's probably coming from a VA and you don't know who it's really coming from because they work so much behind the scenes. But literally, Mm -hmm. if there's someone like that that you know of, that you like, know, and trust, you can probably trust their recommendation. So I know I've heard a lot about like Fiverr or Upwork. Would you recommend people looking on there for finding a VA or would you say pretty much stick to like someone that you like, know, and trust and trust their recommendation? I have ha- I have heard very mixed reviews with Fiverr and Upwork. Okay. Um I have heard some people who like love it and some people who are like never step foot on it. I feel like the overarching theme is if you want to like know the personality of somebody and like know that you're going to vibe with them on like a human level stick with Instagram. Yeah. If you really don't care about their personality and you strictly just want like, I want X, Y, and Z done by this time, then go to Fiber Fiber Network. But I would say if you're getting like a monthly retainer VA, definitely stick with Instagram because you're gonna I would say you cut out the risk of like not vibing with them personally. Because yeah. I feel like most VAs can do most things for you, but if you don't vibe with them as a human being it's just one not as fun and two they're not going to give you their best work not not saying that in a bad way but it's in in a way such that like this isn't also their baby right so like especially with us like I would consider us friends oh 100% um, yeah like girl. your business is like definitely my baby too so yeah. anytime you're doing anything I'm like super excited about it I'm like let's get it to the next level um, whereas like I've had other clients where we just didn't vibe on that level or I've had potential clients. We've had a discovery call and we just didn't, it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, not saying anything bad about them or bad about me, but like, you're just not going to vibe with everyone. If that makes sense. Which is totally fine. Yeah, exactly. So if you're looking for like a monthly retainer general VA, definitely stick with Instagram. I would say. Yeah, that's great. I love that. And also too, like I know that if you're listening and you're a photographer or any kind of creative entrepreneur, you've probably had VAs drop into your DMs. And 
Well, I would say like, <laughs> definitely. yeah, I honestly think Sarah dropped in my DMs, but I loved her brand and I loved who she was and I loved her personality that she showed on her Instagram. So like, don't automatically just wipe somebody away because they've dropped into your DMs because they could be the great fit for you. Um, and mm-hmm. I would just say, if you're interested in hiring a VA, go ahead and just follow a couple and pay attention to their stories, pay attention to their posts that they share, pay attention to maybe even their own blogs or ways that they give value in their own captions. Like just like we talk about for photographers who are couples, like pay attention to how a VA speaks to photographers or creative entrepreneurs on their own branding and see if it's something that you relate to and you feel like you could trust them. Because that's also if you don't have someone in your life that's a photographer or mentor that you look up to, then go ahead and just do the own work yourself to see if someone might Mm -hmm. be a good fit for you. Um, So that's kind of what I would say too about finding a VA that fits your brand. And also, as we mentioned, like anytime you hire someone to do work for you, they're not immediately going to be able to do it perfectly. So keep an open Mm -hmm. mind. And there was one time, I'll give an example of a situation where I had to give feedback to Sarah, which was so great because she implemented the feedback. And literally, I've never had to say anything about it another time. But uh, one time we were doing email marketing and um, in that, like my busy season was just over. I was entering into slow season and she had written in the like email for my couples, Mm -hmm. um, like, Hey, I'm so glad that busy season is over. Wow. I'm exhausted kind of thing. And I personally just don't share that kind of stuff in my own brand. I a hundred percent know where she got it from because a lot of photographers will complain about busy season and they hype that up and they share all about it and they make it this super huge negative thing. And while busy season is wild, and that's true that I am exhausted and like ready for a slow season, which is all valid, I choose to not share that kind of stuff with my couples or potential couples because I don't want them to feel like they're a hassle or a burden on me. So I gave her that feedback of like, hey, I actually don't do this or I don't say things this way. She implemented that feedback. I've never had to tell her again. Um, Whereas she might have another client who they do talk like that and they do share things like that Mm -hmm. in their email marketing. But for me, that wasn't me. And so she learned that, implemented that. And that was a great example, like right at the very beginning of where she took my feedback, implemented it, and it's been great. So just don't don't shy away from giving feedback and having that mm-hmm. reciprocal relationship because that's super important too when it comes to outsourcing literally anything. You have to be willing to give feedback and be honest and also be kind too. That's important as well <laughs> because you're both, like Sarah said, it's a baby. Like your business is a baby and you're going to be kind to a baby regardless of which way you're coming from it. So like be kind to whoever you're outsourcing to as well um, and just be honest with your feedback. So um, do you have any other thoughts, Sarah, before we dive into our last question for the day? Yeah, I would, I would say I agree with all of the things you just said. I would say definitely don't be afraid to give feedback. The first couple of months are going to be a little bit rocky just from the sense of like, they're getting to know you, you're getting to know them. They're getting to know your brand voice, your business, how you work, how they work, all of that good stuff. And yeah, with your example specifically, like, I didn't know that about you because it was like our first email that we'd ever done. Um, And I was, I was so thankful that you just said it, it was done with. We, I figured it out. We've pivoted and went from there. Yeah. So yeah, definitely don't be afraid of feedback. Kindness is always, always accepted everywhere more so than anger and frustration. But yeah. 
Many of us become photographers to create art. Very few of us go into this actually ready to be an entrepreneur and take on many hats. That is why I am sharing with you the top 10 resources that have completely benefited my business, my life, and my client's experience with me. You deserve this same thing, and that is why I have created this guide. So not only will I be listing out the top 10 resources, but I'll be giving you tangible steps and advice to take regarding each one and why. So if you're looking to improve your productivity, streamline processes, and serve your clients better, go ahead and check out the show notes and the description, and the link will be there to the freebie download, and it'll be sent to your inbox right away. Let's get back to the episode. So my last question for you, for any photographer or creative entrepreneur listening in, in general, what does the onboarding process look like when hiring a VA for the first time? Um, Because I know it can be a scary thing. So do you have any kind of like tips or just general thoughts around like the onboarding process so that whoever's listening in can feel a little more confident about it? Yeah. So I would say onboarding process for everyone is going to look a little bit different, but there's definitely like a general process. Yeah. There's not a better word than that. It's just process um, that everyone's going to use basically. So you have the disco call, you love each other, all of that good stuff. The other thing I would say about discovery calls too, is don't be afraid to book them with multiple VAs. I know did actually did you you had multiple yeah my story was I so I literally reached out I think it was like end of October like mid to end of October of 2021 and I had three different discovery calls with three different VAs I was just not feeling it like from those calls and I was like I am not about to pay that much for someone that I'm like not feeling it so then I Mm -hmm. went on from there did not hire anyone and I was like I've got this I would rather just do it myself I didn't feel it with any of those and I had a call with three of them so okay great this is great then I found (laughs) Sarah and as soon as I booked the discovery call with her we like immediately hit it off and I wasn't exactly sure I feel like which package I wanted to go with or how many hours or even Mm -hmm. like what to outsource like we talked about but I knew that you were it like I knew I was going to go with you so yeah I had multiple (laughs) okay yeah then yeah I would agree that book multiple discovery calls yeah just speaking with people in real life person you'll see how you vibe together um which also goes back to what I was saying with like personality how you speak you'll see like you want to be best friends with them, honestly. Like that's what I tell all of my discovery calls. It's like most everyone can do most everything, but if we're not friends, then it's kind of not going to work out. Yeah. Um, that's also how like I approach my business is like, I want to be your best friend. I want to celebrate your wins with you, Yeah. which is most of the people that I am around working with, but don't feel like you're obligated to do anything with it. After you have a discovery call, all of us understand that like, you're probably having multiples, you're looking at multiple people. Um, the one thing is don't, don't ghost. Yeah, we all know how sad it is when you get a couple. We that all you love hate ghosting. Ghost yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, even if it's like, you don't really have a reason you just didn't feel it. That's fine. Yeah. Just email them and be like, Hey, it's not gonna work out. Yeah, goes back to the honesty. Any more any any less. Yeah. yeah. But back to the onboarding process. So you had your discovery call, love each other, really want to work together. Um, then they'll likely send you over a contract and an invoice. If they're a general VA and they're newer, they're probably not going to have a CRM. 
but they'll likely send it over via the contract will either be like DocuSign or HelloSign so that like there's just a legality there. And then invoice is normally going to be through like Wave, Stripe, that sort of stuff, which will literally just be an email into your inbox and you can just click through it. If they do have a CRM, it's going to be like all streamlined and all pretty and nice. But they likely won't start on everything else until you get both of those squared away. So if you're ready to go like right now, just make sure you get those kind of rolling quickly. Just from like the VA side, it really stinks when you do all of the onboarding work and they don't sign the contract and don't go forward. So that's kind of why they probably won't start on the other stuff before you sign the contract. Yeah. But once you get all that dumb legal stuff out of the way, (laughs) then you get to do all the fun stuff. But they'll likely send over a questionnaire of some form, which is just their way of kind of like getting to know you, your business, your brand voice, especially if you're doing copy and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but just in your words, it kind of gives them like real tangible things to kind of pick out the words that you use most often about your brand values and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Some are going to be really long, like mine's super long and annoying, but <laughs> there's there's meaning behind it. Um, but some are just going to be like super high level and super easy. Then you'll likely get a Google folder from them, which will have like logins, branding materials, and that sort of stuff. Um, If you're not super comfortable with all of your logins being in Google folders, there is a system called LastPass. There we go. I was like, I have no idea about this because I just shared it all freely. (laughs) Yeah. It's a system called LastPass. Okay. So logins and Google folders are going to be totally fine. Some people have like nerves about it. So you can do LastPass, but LastPass costs money. So if you have enough nerves that you want to pay money for it, then (laughs) you can put them there. But Claire and I have never had any issues and I've never had any issues with any of my other clients. So you should be fine in in Google Drive. But also with that Google folder, they'll probably send over some project management system. So think like Trello, Notion, and Asana. Um, if you don't know how to use any of those, don't worry. They'll go over it with you. And then they'll schedule a kickoff call. This can be anywhere from an hour to like three hours. Yeah. I would say most of the time it's an hour to like an hour and a half. Sometimes you get a little carried away. I know on some of our strategy calls, we get a little carried away we with like life stuff and then it lasts like three hours. <laughs> Um, so if you're really vibing, yeah. it might last a little longer, but for the most part, it'll be like an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. But that'll go over everything in your business from like top to bottom. They'll talk about your brand voice, your business values, your expectation goals that we're working with them, specifically stuff for like that month and like also stuff in the future that you want to do. Um, anything they need from you to like get started and that sort of stuff. So you should leave this meeting feeling fully 100% ready to go like you gave them all of this stuff yeah like 100% okay I would say if you're not feeling 100% after this call definitely like let them know I would say communication is 100% like the make or break of this relationship like any relationship really yeah if there's anything that you feel like uneasy about let them know they'll probably hop back on a call you guys can sort it out that way yeah but yeah once you have that call your VA should be able to like hop right into working. I feel like a lot of my clients who are like first time with a VA get like really nervous about like, oh, I have to do all this stuff for onboarding. But really like, unless it's something super like in the back end of your business, like systems or like client communication and that sort of stuff, it's honestly like really, you have this meeting and it's kind of passed over. Yeah. Um, 
there's definitely like we talked about there's definitely like a, a few rough patches of the, the first couple months just as they're like getting to know you and your business yeah but yeah I love that. I would say don't be scared of the onboarding process at all because it it definitely feels like the word onboarding just from like a corporate aspect feels like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so much effort, but really it's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. And I would say too, like as far as, cause we're in busy season right now. And if you're feeling like super overwhelmed, you don't have to wait until you're entering into more of your slow season to start outsourcing because- you can literally find that time to screen record things and share. Like I've done that with Sarah so many times where on my own time, I just record my screen and I'm talking to her through the video that I'm recording and being like, hey, here's how I do this. And this is the back end of this and blah, 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 blah. So like that is super mm-hmm. helpful as well, because then that's on your own time. And then you just upload it to your Google Drive or whatever kind of communication platform that your VA has, um, where you can share different files and things. And then That way your VA can look at it on their own time whenever they're about to dive into it. So don't think of it as this super overwhelming process for sure. It is a lot of information and a lot of things up front, but it's worth the work up front. So then whenever you are getting into that rhythm and the systems of everything being taken over by your VA, like it's so easy. Like it is so easy. So don't Mm -hmm. be scared and you don't have to wait until you're in a slow season to start outboard or You don't have to wait until you're in a slow season (laughs) onboarding process, not outboarding. Um, So yeah, Sarah, any other thoughts that you have? You shared so much with us. I feel like you're really going to help the audience a lot with feeling more confident with outsourcing and just hiring a VA and how they can up-level all your marketing things. Yeah. Any other final thoughts? I have one final thought on what you just said. Okay. Um, But two, also, if you aren't you don't feel like you're totally ready to get a VA yet, but you know, like there's certain tasks that you do in your everyday life that you want to outsource in the future. Um, Record videos of it. Like you just said, like record videos, this is how I do it and just save it on your own Google drive. And then once you do outsource, you don't even have to do that. Um, You can literally just upload it and it's there. But yeah. I would say definitely hire a VA. I'm a little biased. So she's a little biased, but I'm um. a little biased too. <laughs> so it's fine. We're on the same level. Um, well, thank you so much, Sarah, for taking time to be here today and just share all of your knowledge and give a little more confidence to the listeners. I appreciate you. Of course. I'm so glad I got to do it all. Yeah. This has been so fun. I'm so glad. I can't wait for you to hear the episode too. And if you are interested in following along with Sarah, she is at it's Sarah Crum on Instagram. You'll be able to find her link in the show notes and description. And also if you're interested in outsourcing and you feel like you've really vibed with Sarah just from her whole vibe that she's given off on the show, <laughs> then be sure to check her out. I'll also have her website linked in the show notes and description as well. So even if she doesn't specialize in the area that you're needing help with. She's happy to give you recommendations too of VAs that she trusts. So awesome. Well, thanks so much, Sarah. Thanks. All right. That's the episode, my friend. I hope that you enjoyed learning from Sarah. Just a little bit of a back-end experience too to hear kind of what it's like to hire a VA and take out some of that fear. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would share it on Instagram and tag us at allanglespod. Um, Also, you are more than welcome to hop in my DMs at any time at Claire Hunt Photography to ask me any questions or to give me any kind of recommendations for new podcast episodes 
episodes coming out. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode as well, please leave a five-star review. It is amazing how much reviews help to get this podcast out to more listeners just like you. And I would so appreciate it. So I cannot wait to continue bringing you guys more episodes all around all angles of running your dream photography business. And until next time, my friend, I hope you have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in.